Have you ever hit that sweet spot where everything is going right, doors open, and opportunities magically appear? That is what Golden Alignment is all about. Dr. Beth Golden loves to play in that golden space and teach others how to get there and stay there. Get ready to listen, share, and experience what Golden Alignment in life can look like for you. Now, here is the host of Golden Alignment, author, speaker, and coach, Dr. Beth Golden. Hello, I am Dr. Beth Golden, and my show is Golden Alignment. And my guest today is Danielle Kirk. And um, Danielle Kirk has a list of professional accomplishments from being the youngest appointed diplomat in the history of the Israeli government to North America to being a top producing luxury realtor. She is well educated and she's a native New Yorker. However, she's also the survivor of five suicidal depressions. The ramifications of this illness were tremendous as both professional and personal relationships were destroyed. The old cliche is true. That which doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That is Danielle's reality. She's transformed from this ordeal and all of her relationships are better now than ever. Finally, stable and healthy after a 10-year battle, Danielle is dedicating her life to helping others overcome these insidious diseases through her nonprofit, the Live in Light Foundation. Welcome to today's show, Danielle. Thank you, Beth. Appreciate you having me. Yes. Well, Danielle and I have known one another for about 10 or 11 years, and um, we've walked this journey, whether we were in the same physical location. <laughs> Many times we were in different states of our union. And um, Danielle... You know, you have a great perspective now on what was happening in your life, but when you were going through these depressions, like, did you just think, I'm going to get better, or did you even recognize them as a depression? Uh, yeah, I knew that they were a depression. Um, I mean, obviously, things, just everything became a lot harder to accomplish, and I thought I could just muscle through it, and it would get better. But it didn't, and it got worse and worse. And because um, I have a background in yoga and nutrition, I don't believe in taking medication. So I would find alternative ways to try to manage these depressions. And I found that the most effective way of alleviating, of, pardon me, alleviating the depressions was to go to a cleansing detox retreat for two weeks where I would literally unplug completely from society and email and my cell phone and be in a very beautiful healing environment, eat only raw organic vegetables, juice for three days out of the week with massages, colonics, and a lot of sleep and meditation and yoga. And within two weeks, the depression would lift completely. And then I would go back out into the world and do whatever I was doing. And uh, within six to eight months, I'd be back at this retreat for two months, for two weeks to clear up yet another depression. So these kept on happening. Um, oftentimes, uh, with 
the five suicidal depression depressions that you reference oftentimes the reason why it got as bad as it did in terms of being completely debilitated in bed planning my exit strategy um was because i just could not get on the on a plane i didn't have the energy and wherewithal to get on a plane and go to one of these cleansing retreats and i wound up in bed the worst depression of all was the last depression i had which was the summer of 2015 um, when I basically felt that the depression was coming back and mm-hmm. I was sort of at my wit's end and packed up my apartment, um, put it in my SUV, drove, I was then living in Miami, and drove to my parents who were living in Raleigh, knocked on their door, said, hi, I'm done, and got into bed and spent the entire summer of 2015 in bed. So um, I knew I could get better because the cleansing retreats that I had been on would work completely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would literally bounce out with a tremendous amount of energy. The problem was I couldn't stay out. They would always come back, and they would come back with a vengeance. And it was, wow. it was so, so part of my lifestyle that I could literally feel when it was coming, I would call them the, the tsunami of depression. And I would, I would see it coming. It's like I could feel it coming just like, just like the animals in wow. Thailand when that huge yeah. tsunami came. All of the animals. Hello? 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 Hello, hello. Do you want to create change in your life based on your values? Do you want to love this experience we call life because you are living in alignment with your soul's calling? Do you want to expand your relationship with abundance and move from surviving to thriving? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You'll be amazed by your golden health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities. Listen for the Golden Alignment Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Hello. Hello, well... Welcome back to the Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment, with Dr. Beth Golden. To participate in this program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also choose to comment by email by going to www.drbethgolden.com. Now back to Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. Welcome back. <laughs> I love technical difficulties. Well, I don't love technical difficulties, but I'm grateful that they can come around really quickly. So before we got cut off, um, Danielle, I was asking you, you noticed that your depressions would cycle every six to eight months. So mm-hmm. was did you just get in more stressful situations? You didn't 
eat as clean or that no. just the, the demands no. of life. It didn't matter. It did not matter. It did not matter what was happening or what was going on. Um, as I was mentioning, just like the animals in Thailand ran for higher ground before the tsunami ever hit because they mm-hmm. could feel it coming, I could feel my tsunami of depression coming. And my higher wow. ground was the cleansing retreat. So I would literally drop what I was doing and leave and go. And it did, I'm, I was in luxury real estate, so, I mean, I had the flexibility, thank God. It's not like I had a corporate position where I had to take off time and everything else. I would just get up and leave. Um, the, and, again, the problem was is that this became part of my lifestyle. I knew it was mm-hmm. coming. It was just a matter of when. It didn't matter what I was eating. It didn't matter how much I was sleeping. It didn't matter how well I was taking care of myself or if I wasn't taking care of myself or if I was doing yoga or no yoga. Stress, no stress, does not matter. In six to eight months, I was back at the cleansing retreat. Wow. So, so can you um, share I with us how this... Mm-hmm. Can you share how this affected your relationships um, at work or personal relationships? Oh, of of course. I mean, um, well, on a professional level, I can tell you that um, when you're in the middle of a major real estate deal and then you announce to both parties that you can't stay and you have to go and this needs to be put on hold for two weeks because you have a personal matter, people don't really trust you to just get up Mm -hmm. and leave. But that's what I had to do. And because of the stigma of mental illness, I couldn't tell the group, listen, a tsunami of depression is coming over me now, so I have to go to my cleansing retreat to make sure it doesn't get that bad, so I'll be back in two weeks. You you can't say that (laughs) in professional circles. You know, so... So I just say, look, I have an urgent personal matter that needs tending to, and I will be back in two weeks. And But, Danielle, we need to close by this date because of the bank and et cetera, et cetera. And I say, I'm sorry. If you want, I can have someone fill in for me, but I cannot be here. Needless to say, wow. many people in the real estate world stop trusting me to get the deal done. And in real estate, it's all about getting the deal done. So um, it had tremendous impact on my career. And on a personal level, um, My accident happened um, when I was 33 years old. That was January of 2006. And in February is my birthday, so I turned 34. So Mm -hmm. actually tomorrow is my 45th birthday. And I can tell you with, (laughs) thank you, with no uncertain terms that I am turning 45 tomorrow. I have never been married, and I have no children as a direct result of my illness. Wow. Because I kept everybody at arm's distance because I could not get close to anybody because of what I was suffering with. And the one man who just was beyond persistent and didn't give up and insisted that we were soulmates and insisted that we should be together, I disclosed to him what he's getting involved with. And I said, look, I know on the outside I'm attractive and fun and smart and successful and all that great stuff, but you need to know what's going on on the inside here. And I explained exactly what was happening. 
And he looked at me and said, we will find a solution together. And he became my fiance. But unfortunately, because of the illness and because of all the ramifications of suffering with depression, really bad depression, this is not just, though, I'm depressed, um, this deal didn't work out. This isn't a, oh, I'm depressed, the guy I went out on a date with didn't call me ever again. It's not like that. It's in bed, cutting the world out, and the only thing you can think about is how to cut yourself out of the world. That is what I'm talking about. People use depression very casually, um, but it mm-hmm. is a very serious disease. And um, as a result of it, unfortunately, my fiancé became my ex-fiancé because um, it was just it was too much for the relationship to bear, and we broke up. So um, I can tell you that it is um, the impact of mental illness and addiction, not only for the sufferers, but the people in their world is really unimaginable. And because of the stigma around mental illness and addiction, most people don't know what it's about. They don't know symptoms. They don't know how to catch it. They don't know how to care for a loved one who has it. It's not a topic of discussion. We can talk about friends who have diabetes and cancer and stroke and all these other conditions, but when it comes to mental illness, it's hush-hush because somewhere along the line, a chemical flaw became a character flaw. And that is what the Live in Light Foundation is dedicated to. Now, it's interesting. Um, I have a sister who has challenges with both um, mental illness or instability and addiction. And oftentimes, people will self-medicate so that they can cope. And as you said, it's extremely mm-hmm. challenging for family members. It's it's really, really hard. And you're very fortunate that mm-hmm. your family has hung in there with you um, over the 10 years because with the repeated upheavals and never know, the family members don't know when it's coming on. They recognize that this time mm-hmm. goes on. But it comes mm-hmm. as a big surprise and the mm-hmm. um, emotional upheavals and blow-ups that my sister exhibited mm-hmm. were so um, alienating. She turned mm-hmm. into a completely different person that was just mm-hmm. so venomous and horrible that over mm-hmm. the years, I am, I've chosen not to have her in my life because it's, it mm-hmm. destroys me, too. Mm-hmm. Of course, and I totally understand, and I'm, I'm very sorry, not only um, not only for your sister, but for your family members and for yourself, because it does destroy families. And addiction actually stems from people suffering from mental illness, not knowing what it is, and feeling better after X, whether that X is a drink, pot, cocaine, sex gambling, shopping, whether it's a chemical addiction vis-a-vis alcohol or drugs or what we call a process addiction like shopping or sex or gambling, 
they get the dopamine rush that they need from that activity or substance. And so because they get that immediate relief when they start feeling it again, they go back to the same thing, and that starts the spiral of addiction. And I'm very sorry to hear that your your sister suffers. Um, I can tell you that my father would very, like, nonchalantly talk about my, my blow-ups. Oh, she's getting ready. Everybody, I'm like, now we can laugh about it because I'm okay. But at the time, he's like, okay, guys, put your seatbelts on. She's getting ready. My father <laughs> used to, um, it was actually, like, we laugh about it now, thank God, because we're in a position to laugh about it. But, you know, my father will tell you that my blow-ups would make nuclear explosions look like firecrackers. I believe it. I, I be, And it's challenging because you are brilliant. My sister is very, very smart and articulate. So as articulate as you are in our conversation right now, when that turns to um, attack mode, it's equally mm-hmm. as... Well, it's fierce. I mean, it's mm-hmm. you use mm-hmm. your words for, to injure and <laughs> not to heal. Mm-hmm. So, totally. So, I mean, um, they uh, friends used to call me the guillotine tongue. tongue. I mean, I can yep. destroy you with my words. I can. I can. I can. I, it, and I can heal you with my words too. What I'm, I and I know I have that. Um, and unfortunately, when I was sick, I had no control over it. Zero mm-hmm. control. I destroyed so many relationships. I can make an individual, doesn't matter the gender, the race, the religion, the age, does not matter. doesn't matter who you are. I have a skill, and I don't know where it comes from, to be honest with you. I can literally make you feel like you are the king or queen of the world. Having just met you, I can make you feel like the king or the queen of the world in under 15 minutes and after I'm done with that I can then bring you down to make you feel like you're a cockroach all within 30 minutes I have Hmm. that ability and I know I do the problem and it's very effective in business in sales in relationships and everything else but when you can't control it because you're mentally ill you destroy relationships you don't mean do you to. Feel like, do you feel like you have, um, <laughs> I see somebody walking down the path and like bodies just on either side of, and you know, mm-hmm. you're just walking on. <laughs> Did you feel that way? Yeah. Um, my father so eloquently <laughs> explained it as I, I would throw grenades. Yeah. He's yeah. like, up oh, there goes another grenade. <laughs> Like, I would say, yeah, that relationship is over. He's like, what happened? He goes, well, okay, you threw, I see you threw another grenade. What happened? You know, and that's the way he would call it because that's exactly the way it was. I would, but I couldn't control it. Mm-hmm. See what I'm now, saying? I would get thing... so upset. Oh, yeah. No filter. Now, one thing, another beautiful asset to your character and abilities are um, Danielle has an incredible way of manifesting things. And um, she was living in, where was it, in L.A., in the hills? Not Brentwood. Van Nuys. Brentwood? Brent. 
No, uh, anyway, Sherman Oak. you had sat Sherman on the Oak. patio and you're writing yeah, things Sherman that Oak. you wanted. It was yeah. Sherman Oak. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, writing the things that you wanted, and 99.9% of them came true really, really quickly. So let's talk about being in alignment and out of alignment. Obviously, mm-hmm. depression and throwing grenades is out of alignment. <laughs> but what does it feel like to you? <laughs> what does it feel like to you, or how would you describe, like you have the word grenade for one, what would your description of being in the flow be for you? So um, it's interesting that you bring that up. It was actually Sherman Oaks that I was living, and I took a weekend just to sort of get centered. And I had just moved to L.A., and I wanted to create a new life for myself in Los Angeles, so I sat there for a weekend and really just had sort of a bit of a retreat of a weekend for myself and and relaxed and just sort of got cozy with myself and thought mm-hmm. about, like, what I would create for myself. And, and I wrote a list, um, and the pretty quickly was actually – the manifestation actually – happened um in three weeks so uh three no i'm sorry in a month i'll tell you exactly how it happened so a big thing for me at that time was to find a life mate i really wanted to have a really amazing relationship and so i sat down and wrote a list of exactly what i wanted in a man all the characteristics Physically, mentally, personality-wise, I mean, everything. And uh, a week later, a friend of mine called and said, I just had a uh, blind lunch date. I said, oh, how'd it go? And she said, it went well. You know, he's like this, he's like this, he's like this. I said, wow, he sounds great. When are you going to see him again? She says, I'm not, you are. I said, what do you mean? (laughs) She said, I sat down with him. And said to myself, oh, my God, this is the male version of my friend Danielle. I need to introduce Oh, my them. gosh. So she said, I'm calling to ask you for permission to give him your number. I said, great. So he called me. And because of our, our um, business schedules, we couldn't connect, actually physically meet, for three weeks. I was running around on business travel. And for three weeks, we spoke every day, and I got to know him over the phone, no picture. And from everything I learned about him in those three weeks, by the time we actually had our first date, it was on the Queen Mary in Long Beach, California. And I got into the car to drive down to Long Beach, and he was driving up from San Diego, and he called me. And I said, hi, is everything okay? I'm just getting ready to go meet you. He said, yeah, I know. That's why I'm calling you, because I'm getting ready to go meet you, too. I figured we could keep each other company on the phone as we go and meet each other, because we were meeting uh, halfway. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of fun, and I'll never forget. I got out of the car, and... I texted him. He said he's on the top deck waiting for me. And I remember walking to the Queen Mary and thinking to myself, I'm going to be, I'm going to meet my husband tonight. 
I'm meeting my husband. I was convinced of it, having never even met him, because we were on the phone every day for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I got onto the top deck, and I walked towards the restaurant, and there's a man leaning, leaning over the railing. And he sees me, and he turns to me, and he opens his arms. And I smile, and I said, how would you know it was me? And he said, are you kidding me? I see that. I know that smile anywhere because he had seen photos of me on the Internet, but I hadn't mm-hmm. seen photos of him. So we hugged, and my first thought was, oh, my God, did I put handsome on that list? Because this gentleman was not handsome, and all of my boyfriends have been so handsome. So all through dinner... <laughs> I guess I'm thinking to myself, I don't think I put handsome on the damn list. So oh sure my enough, God. I went back and we had a great dinner. We had like a four-hour dinner. We had so much in common. We had so much fun. He called me Abruha, which in Arabic means witch. And he said, you are putting a spell on me. You're Abruha. And I said, okay, I'll take that. And I went back and I looked at the list and sure enough, Handsome wasn't on the list, and I started hysterically laughing, and I looked up and said, Universe, you've got some sense of humor. You gave me everything exactly to order, and I forgot to put Handsome, and you put me with the ugliest man I've ever been on a date with, ever. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my, that is hilarious. That is a lie. So be careful what what you put on. Yes, you've got to be very specific with what you want because the universe will listen. I mean, listen big time. So what does alignment feel like? Alignment feels like this. When you have a river, a river has a flow to it. When you are swimming in the river with the natural flow of the river, You are in alignment. Things are easy. They flow. There's a gentle pace about it. When you're out of alignment, turn yourself around and try to swim upstream. That is being out of alignment. Being out of alignment means you're you're expending a tremendous amount of energy. You're exhausted. There's a lot of negative energy around whatever it is you're doing. And you feel like you're getting nowhere fast despite the amount of energy, time, and resources you're putting into whatever you're trying to do. That's being out of alignment. And I do recommend to your audience that they look up Abraham Hicks. They are wonderful, wonderful, wonderful resource for learning about what being in alignment is all about. You can go to their website for Abraham Hicks. You can sign up for their free daily quote, and I start every morning with that quote. At 9 a.m. every morning, I get a quote, and it's something to do with being in alignment. Abraham Hicks calls it being in the vortex. Danielle, hang on just a moment, Mm -hmm. please. Um, We are going to go into a break at this time, and when we come back... Uh, somebody had typed in, how did Danielle get from here to there? So when we come back, let's talk about like being in that valley. And I'm going to say how you got saved 
and now you're thriving sure. so that people have an idea sure. what they can do, okay? So sure. we are going to go into our break, and we will pick it up on the other side. Thanks so much. Thank you. Do you want to create change in your life based on your values? Do you want to love this experience we call life because you are living in alignment with your soul's calling? Do you want to expand your relationship with abundance and move from surviving to thriving? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show, Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You'll be amazed by your golden health, wealth, love and magical opportunities listen for the golden alignment radio show every wednesday at 2 p.m eastern standard time 1 p.m central 12 p.m mountain and 11 a.m pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com welcome back to the inspired choices radio show golden alignment with dr beth golden to participate in this program Please call US 815 880 8255, Canada 613 800 8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also choose to comment by email by going to www.drbethgolden.com. Now back to Golden Alignment with Dr. Beth Golden. Welcome back. Um, this is Dr. Beth Golden. I have a business called Golden Speaking and Coaching, and I teach people how to get into golden alignment and how to stay there because we often have periods of time or moments <laughs> when we are aligned and then we fall out. And so it's a beautiful simple process of creating self-mastery in a way like Danielle was saying that your life moves with grace and ease. You're not fighting the river and that when you stop moving in grace and ease, you need to just stop and evaluate. So um, we are back with Danielle Kirk and Danielle is going to share with us I'm going to say how she got healed. Um, so I'm just going to let you take it. I will probably pop in with some questions as you share with us. Sure. So um, as I mentioned, I was uh, I had my worst depression in the summer of 2015. I was um, in bed the entire summer. And uh, I looked at my parents and said, you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing twice and expecting different results. I said my lifestyle is insane. I go to these cleanses every six to eight months. This isn't a life. I've got to change this. I said I have to do something different. And I assembled a team to help me figure out which rehab center would be the best place for me to go. I needed acute inpatient mental health care to help me heal because what I was doing wasn't working. So um, I had my integrated psychiatrist. I had psychologists. I had my intervention specialist because, oh, and by the way, um, at that point I had 
I myself had organized six interventions for friends and family members of friends who had addiction issues who needed intervention. Mm-hmm. They needed to go to rehab. They were out of control and needed rehab. So I called my, and he's brilliant, Jonathan Rausch, brilliant, probably the best intervention specialist I have ever worked with. Uh, he's based out of New York, and he is phenomenal. Um, so I called Jonathan as well, and I said to him, I've got another case for you. He's like, what's up? I said, it's me. He said, what? What are you talking about? It's you. And I shared with him. He had no idea that I had had these depressions. He had no idea. So he was also on my team. It was a two-month due diligence process with a team between my parents, myself, and all of the people. We were about a team of like eight people, eight, nine people, Um, professionals, specialists, MDs, PhDs, I mean, you name it, and they were on my my team because I wasn't going to become a rehab junkie. I had heard a lot about people in rehab, and they go to rehab, and they come out, and they get clean, and then they're okay, then something happens, they fall off the wagon, they go back to rehab. I said, I'm doing this, and I'm doing it once. So Mm -hmm. we finally figured out the right place. Mm -hmm. Right. We finally figured, because quite frankly, I was using these cleansing retreats like rehab. It was the same thing. Just, yep. It's the same exact thing. And the essence of it was the same exact thing. I was just using it differently, right? So um, we figured out the right place for me to go. My father took me there. He said he was going to stay overnight in the hotel just to make sure that I felt okay there. Um and then I did what I've never done before in my life, which was I relinquished all control to a team at the rehab center. And I walked into the case, um, the director of case management did my intake. Intakes usually take about an hour to an hour and 15 minutes because they want to learn about mm-hmm. you, what you're doing, blah, 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 your history. And then the director of case management will assign you to a case manager who will manage your case between two therapists, the doctor, this, that, and the other thing, and everything. So there's like a whole team working for you. So I stepped into my intake with Bill Kinlock, also a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal professional. We sat down at nine o'clock in the morning and we did not walk out of his office until five o'clock five thirty five thirty oh my god it was an eight and a half hour psych social intake we broke once to use the bathroom that was it because i decided when i walked in there i said okay these are supposedly the experts I'm going to unload all of my stuff with these people and I'm going to do exactly what they tell me to do. And this was October 15th of 2015. And I said, if I don't feel better by February 22nd, 2016, which was my birthday, 
I'm giving myself permission to check out because to live with these depressions is not a life. So I embarked upon this journey. I was shocked to learn that Bill actually came back the next day to work after spending eight and a half hours with me. But he did. Phenomenal, phenomenal professional. Um, And I spent 10 weeks at the Refuge, a healing place, which is in Ocala, Florida. It is a dual diagnosis facility, both for mental health and addiction. And 10 weeks later, on Christmas Day of 2015, I uh, graduated from the program and left. And I I drove out the gate, and I had never felt better in my entire life. Forget about just before the accident. I felt whole for the first time in my entire life. And then started, that was half the journey. Because the second half of the journey is applying all of the skills that you learn while you're in rehab in the outside world. I actually have a presentation about it. It's called The New You. And um, I do it regularly, actually, at the refuge. Um, I do it on the Monday before, um, sorry, the Monday right after they have family week, which is a very, very intense week when families, friends, and loved ones come to visit the clients to learn about what they're going through in the rehab. And it's always a very intense week. Mm-hmm. Danielle, we have we have a few mm-hmm. minutes left, be- actually, before the end of the show. Um, I want to talk mm-hmm. about two things, and hopefully we'll be able to fit sure. them both in. Um, one of mm-hmm. them, you keep mentioning the accident. I know what it was, but mm-hmm. if you could just briefly tell us what happened. And sure. then did you have depressions before, or was the accident a trigger? That's a question there. Okay. And then how you sure. cope with I, life now when things happen. Okay. So, um, one, I had seasonal affective disorder prior to the accident. I grew up in New York, and every winter I would get depressed. Two, the accident was a horse accident on the island of Nevis. I was riding a horse on the beach. I'm a, I was a competitive show jumper growing up. I'm very comfortable on horses. Um, but unfortunately, the horse wasn't tacked correctly. I fell off, broke my neck, four ribs, and had severe traumatic brain injury. I broke my C2 one millimeter to the left of Christopher Reeve, which is why I can still walk and talk. I broke four ribs, and I had severe traumatic brain injury which usually takes anywhere between five to seven years to recover from so that all cognitive impairments heal. I integrated yoga and nutrition into a conventional rehabilitation program at Rusk at NYU, took no pharmaceuticals, no painkillers, no antidepressants, and healed in a record six months. So that is why I started suffering with the... Yes, sorry. Yeah, so that's what created the the cyclical depression... Exactly, exactly, exactly. So um, my cognitive impairment healed, uh, but unfortunately I started suffering with these these cyclical depressions. So that was really what happened. Um, I have another question. Yes. And you you are free to answer or not answer. Um, Did you choose at some period of time to get on medication to help stabilize you? 
Okay, so this is what happened. I got out of rehab in Christmas of 2015, found a job in Atlanta July of 2016, moved to Atlanta, started working in this job um, through the end of 2016. It was a very intense job, had a lot of pressure. And so I was exhausted by the end of 2016. So this is now a year after leaving rehab, and I'm like, I needed a pick-me-up. I didn't feel depressed. I didn't feel like a tsunami of depression was coming on, but I knew I needed a pick-me-up. So I went back to a cleansing place, not for medicinal purposes for the first time, but just to simply rejuvenate myself. Mm-hmm. And I came back, and within three weeks of my return from the cleanse, I felt a tsunami of depression coming, but now I had a regular job. It wasn't a real estate job. It was a regular job, and I and I couldn't take off because we had just closed the office for the last two weeks of Christmas. So I, I couldn't just say, hey, guys, got to go again. And so I was working with a therapist, and she said, Danny, she said you – she was also very holistic. She said you have exhausted every single alternative. She said – I encourage you to go see my integrative physician and uh, Dr. Robert Springer in Atlanta, um, and he's very holistic. So I went to him, and this is the first time I'm meeting him. He's like, so nice to meet you. What's up? So I give him a little bit of my history. I give him my symptoms, and I say to him, we need a medical intervention We need a pharmaceutical intervention right now because if not, I will have a gun in my mouth within seven to ten days. And I think Lamictal is probably the best thing for me to take. And he said, started laughing. I said, what's so funny? He says to me, there's nothing like an educated patient because that's exactly what I was going to put you on. (laughs) Sure enough. You know, so I started, this was um, actually this time last year. What are we, 2018? Yeah, so this was last year. Exactly this time last year was right before my birthday. I went on Lamictal. Um, We started at 50 milligrams. We went up to 100. And I can tell you that 100 milligrams of Lamictal has changed my life. And I'll tell you, I will give you proof of how it's changed my life. In the past year since I've been on Lamictal, and I take it every day religiously at 6 p.m., I've gone through two, not one, but two massive, massive traumas. Two, not one, but two, where literally my life implodes, okay? And from each situation, I did not fall into a depression. My life fell apart. My life fell apart, but but I did not fall apart. And it's happened twice in the past year. And that is like proof from the universe that I can stand in my integrity and tell the world I am mentally healthy. Because unless you're tested, you don't know. And I had not one but two major tests in the past year, and I'm okay. Interestingly enough, the second test just happened this past weekend. And now here I am with you on Wednesday feeling groovy. I mean, if that's not mental health, I don't know what is. Well, I think that is fantastic. And it's such 
it gives such hope because we have a horrible epidemic of opioid addiction. And mm-hmm. A, it's an addiction, but well, quite often, as you know, it's dual diagnosis. And it's something mm-hmm. that needs to be paid attention to. I'm so grateful that you are sharing yourself, your life, your story with us and doing it so openly because how do pe- you know how would people know unless they hear they don't even know that there's something out there that can help them you're very 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 blessed to have a family to have a team a lot of people don't have mm-hmm. that advantage mm-hmm. in life mm-hmm. um we mm-hmm. have probably mm-hmm. have about 5 more minutes is there a way people can get involved or get help without having a big team involved? Yeah, of course. Um, Quite frankly, the best way is actually just right now is to just contact me directly. Um, My phone number is 786-503-9215. I mean, that's how dedicated I am to this. Of course, I will in a moment, but this is how dedicated I am. Like, I want all your listeners to know that like you're not alone. There are yeah. so many people that is go that are going through exactly what you're going through. I'm on the other side and I'm dedicating my life to helping everyone get over to my side. My you're coming to my side because <laughs> I did not suffer for ten years I suffered a decade of darkness. It was a de- and I published an article in the Huffington Post. Everyone can look it up. Huffington Post, Danielle Kirk, A Decade of Darkness. It actually, I'm actually writing my book now about my experience because I believe in every cell of my being that the reason why I went through this was to be the spokesperson to, de-st- to destigmatize mental illness and addiction on a global level. And that's why I give everybody my phone number everybody my email and say, call me, text me, email me, whatever you want. I will help you get to where I am because that's my life calling. So again, my cell phone number is 786-503-9215. And my email address is Danielle, D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E, at D like Danielle, K like Kirk, dash the number eight dot com. And I'm sure that you can organize it with your producers to have my contact information available after the show. Anybody, I don't care who you, you don't even have to tell me who your, your name. I understand that this is a very private matter. I understand it's very scary. I understand the darkness that you're in. I understand the demons that you're fighting because I fought them. So I understand all of this. So you don't even need to tell me your name. You just need to tell me what's going on, and I will help you get on the right path so you can come on over to my side. It's a lot of fun on my side. <laughs> I like. I wrote that. I wrote that down. You're coming to my side. Now you can find yeah. Daniel's contact information um, on the network of InspiredChoicesNetwork.com, and look for the host. Beth Golden, and you will find Danielle's um, bio and intro and her contact information there. And there's also an archives page. And um, 
you have her phone number, you have all this great contact information. My contact information is there, so if that's just easier for you, I'll be more than happy to pass it along to Danielle. My goodness gracious. So I've, I see something in the chat room here, and they said, I'm sensing a theme. She goes big and nothing else. <laughs> and that would be true. <laughs> so whether it's a big oh God, still... accomplishment or a big crash. <laughs> I love that. Bravo to whomever wrote that because I just got through a weekend where I was doing my first charity event in South Florida for the kosher food bank because we have 100 Holocaust survivors and 380 kosher families suffering with food insecurity. So I organized this big event cocktail party at the Trump International Resort for 250 people on Saturday, this past Saturday night. And through alignment, it was the boat show. I, I organized this literally in five weeks. And when I secured the venue, I sent out an email and I learned that the boat show, the Miami boat show was the same weekend. So I looked up at the universe and I said, universe, I need a big, big, big name because for people to tear themselves away from the Miami boat show and all the parties and all the fun to come to a kosher food bank benefit, I'm going to need a big name. Well, sure enough, in five days, I got a call from a friend of mine who does business with the Prince of Belgium. And he says to me, I would like to bring the Prince and Princess of Belgium to Florida for your event because the Prince's grandfather hid the Jewish children in the castles of Belgium during World War II to protect them against Hitler, and they feel a family obligation to carry on the legacy to support the Jewish community. I mean, what talk about alignment. Universe, I need a big, big name. Well, how about the Belgian monarchy coming to South Florida to support your event. I mean, Danielle, I'm giving you, I'm giving, I'm giving you a, a an end point here. We have about um, sure. three, four and a half minutes before we close. So okay. I'm just giving you a time frame to yeah. finish your story up. Yeah, no problem. So this, let me, let me tie this in. The school shooting happened last week. My event was canceled while the royal family was here. They flew here for this event, and we had to cancel it. And it, that set off a chain of events, and the entire weekend was completely destroyed. And I woke up Monday morning like ooh, a Mack truck had just hit me. And as a person in the chat room said, I'm sensing this theme, go big or not at all. So, yes, when you go big, you go big. And if it doesn't work... It is a catastrophe. It is really a colossal disaster. And that's exactly what I've been dealing with for the past 72 hours. So it's just so interesting because I didn't eat or sleep um, from last Thursday through Monday. And, and I have been processing everything and letting everything go. And here we are. It's Wednesday. And I'm back in the saddle and I feel great. I feel great. I'm, I'm like totally fine. I can look back at it, learn the lessons, et cetera, et cetera. But all that negative emotional energy is out. It's gone. I'm totally fine. So this circles back to the test that I explained earlier. 
that I've been tested not once but twice in the year that I've been on Lamictal. And the second test just happened to have been this past weekend. And I just happened to have this interview with you, Beth, today. I mean, everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. And this is why I'm saying that mm -hmm, healing, not just healing and recovery, but to be healed, completely healed of whatever it is you're suffering with is not only is possible, but it will happen. And that is why I'm essentially starting this global movement to destigmatize mental illness and addiction so that everybody could get healthy. The Center for Disease Control says that 25% of the global population will suffer from some mental illness or addiction in their lifetime. 25% of the world's population, we're talking about over 2 billion people. I was going to say, That's we have 7.8, yeah, we have 7.8 million people on the planet so that's about is 8 billion about 8 billion people mm-hmm. that's a lot of people yeah. and nobody's talking about it and the, the right care isn't available and i really believe that this is what the universe this is my life purpose because Beth, as you know as a friend of mine if anybody has the mouth to do this i'm the one who has it <laughs> so <laughs> that bouche <I> really <laughs> Exactly. It really is my life calling. And that's why why I give out my cell number so freely. My friends and family think I'm really crazy, no pun intended, but really crazy to be giving my cell phone number out to the world. But I say, somebody listening, you got to wrap it up. I just want to finish up this sentence. Okay. If there's somebody listening to this interview right now who's in the dark, they can call me. Okay. Thank you, Danielle, for being my guest today. I so appreciate you being on the show. I love your enthusiasm and your ability to articulate so well. Um, Again, if you need to get a hold of Danielle, either look me up on Inspired Network, um, Inspired Choices Network, and or take the notes from Danielle. Have a great day. We will listen to you next week. Thank you for choosing to listen to Golden Alignment. Dr. Beth Golden will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, enjoy playing in that golden space where health, wealth, love, and magical opportunities appear.